Wait, okay, okay, okay. Tell me, because this was the most, imp- the coolest thing that I learned about you. Tell me about testifying before okay. Congress. <sighs> yeah, well, yeah. So- State Congress something. So I was approached by a local nonprofit that wanted to have like an advocate. I guess, you know, the lobbying committee reached out to them to ask their base if they had any kind of cold cap advocates. And um, this beautiful woman in my life, Jessica, she was one of my navigators. She reached out to me and she's like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but sure. And so like anybody that wants to listen to me about cold capping, like I'll talk their ear off, like just scream it from the mountains. And so Mm -hmm. they were like, there's this opportunity to testify on House Bill 1588, which is basically to mandate coverage for scalp cooling in Texas. Yes. 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 And um, I said yes before I even knew what the hell I was doing. And then I reached out to my incredible mentor, um, Robin. And my aunt, because she's been involved in like government and all of these things. And mm-hmm. I was like, I said yes to doing this thing, but what does it mean? <laughs> and they were like, okay, no, so. That's so brave of you. I, yeah. I love that you took that leap because mm-hmm. I, you could tell you knew it was important. Like, yeah. you wouldn't have yeah. said yes if you didn't know it was important. Regardless of mm-hmm. whether you were educated about what it was going to be or not, you said, and I think that's a, amazing. I, I mean, that. I just, yeah, I mean, just kind of realizing that it was something to push it forward. I went through and actually read the bill and everything, but I was still kind of like, what do I do? <laughs> I don't know what this means. And so I went to testify at the Capitol um, at the end of March, and it, they basically wanted everybody that had kind of a public comment on it. Um, I stood in front of the insurance committee and read my statement. And it was a little intimidating because I had gotten to the Capitol so early because I didn't know what to expect. And I registered first and I was like, cool, I'm going to go in this room and watch somebody else do it. And then I'll know what to do. No, they called me first. (laughs) And so I stood up there with my like written state, my testimony. And, um, you know, the, I don't even know what they are, the the main guy. Um, he asked me, you know, the chair, was like so go ahead and I start like reading off my thing he's like wait 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 wait. are you in are you for or against and I was like oh I'm for this bill (laughs) my name's Rebecca and so I just I (laughs) resumed but I was like oh this is so weird but you know they were nice um I went within the time limit I didn't know you know all the things now I know better and I'm better prepared if this makes it to the senate you know but I am prepared to do so because I was just like this is awesome. Like this needs to be covered. And what I said in my statement was this has to do with identity. Um, There is scientific evidence that supports that, you know, if you have hair loss, they correlate it with things like not being able to do your job, not get promoted. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. There's psychosocial elements for family members, children, privacy. I mean, all these things. And I said that in my statement because I'm like, this is not a beauty issue. Like, be very clear about this, that this is what it's about. So um, as a matter of fact, today, I just um, checked it to, to get updates. And there was eight in favor and only one against in this committee. So this what is does really that mean? I don't know, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> but good job. You were but, very convincing. Oh, that is so awesome. Um, what was even greater. And again, it's this great support that I. I mean, cold capper advocates, friends, 
it saw what an impact it made to me like I shared this thing I made you know some little thing on my Instagram shared it whatever one mm-hmm. of my my spouse's cousin god I love her she got 35 people by herself like coworkers and things to like hey my cousin did this and it helped her and it made an impact like say it works say it you know this is helpful and like help other people facing cancer get this thing and they were like okay because that's all it takes you know yeah. so I wow. have no idea how many people signed the actual um public comment but mm-hmm. you know it made some traction because this has already been a, a bill before that didn't go anywhere and now there's more traction so we're hoping we're, we're gonna take it all the way oh my gosh that's that amazing. is awesome yeah wow I'm excited because it's all about accessibility like if if you yes. don't want to use it, that's okay. But I want yes. the people that need to have access, they need to get it. Yes. So. Yes. They're so very exciting. Hopefully. That is so cool. Hopefully we'll get it there. I mean, she's that's just again. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be you uh, when I grow up, I guess, right? is the feeling. <laughs> I, f- I feel very motherly right now. Like, I'm so proud of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> we took different tracks to get there, but yeah, similar feeling. Very cool. That's, yeah. Well, that's... I appreciate that very much, you know. Um, Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, supporting other women is so important. And mm-hmm. also the drive and the drive the driver in this is to continue to support other women yeah, in, in making decisions for themselves. Exactly. Autonomy Having plus information. Yes, yes. The ability to make yes. a decision. Uh, for your own goddamn body. Yeah. A thousand percent. Oh Wherever it is in your body. Mm-hmm. It belongs to the woman. It's a really difficult concept, especially (laughs) for lawmakers in Texas Mm. to understand. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Interesting. This actually touches on something that I really resonated with that Lauren said about how how it impacted her son so much. And, you know, Mm. my mom was the one that funded the cold caps because at the time I, you know, decided to quit my job because why not? You're about to get cancer. (laughs) Um, but she, (laughs) when we didn't know that I was going to have chemo, we were still kind of that hopeful, like, cool, you're going to go get a lumpectomy or something. And this Mm -hmm. is going to be over within a couple of weeks. Well, no, I got the call. And that was like the call that broke my mom. Like she knew I was sick and she was nervous and she was anxious. But then I, like, I remember I just got the call from my doctor and she was kind of dancing around it. And I was like, yes or no? Like, do I need chemo? And she's like, yeah. So I was like, all right, hung up the phone. I was pissed. I was at my house and my mom was visiting because I was going through all the appointments and stuff. And I was like, hey, going to have to have chemo. I got to go. Like literally just told her like that because I couldn't handle it. I didn't want to break down in front of her. I had an eyelash appointment at the time. Still trying to maintain my eyelashes. So I left to get my eyelashes done. And I was like crying and pissed on the drive over there. And my mom and my beautiful mother-in-law as well, like they were both there. And my mom just broke down crying to my mother-in-law. And she was like, you know, crying, couldn't breathe, like all these things. And that's what made it real to her because she realized that she was going to have to see her daughter sick, 
you know, the the typical mm-hmm. cancer patient bald and that's what broke her. So then when I got this, the cold capping and I had found out about it, she was like, I'm paying for it. I don't care what it costs. And I was like, mom, no, you know, you're just, you're not trying to like, cancer's expensive. You're just like not trying to put burden on your caregivers, whatever. But she was just so adamant that like, no, like, I think I'm doing this for me too, because she didn't want to see me bald because I think that was going to weigh on her. So yeah, she funded it. I had six treatments. Um, it was $500 a piece, no Mm. insurance coverage at all period. So she would pay for it every treatment. And, you know, it's, it's different. I mean, I've even heard some women that I've connected with from, of course, New York and California, that have paid up to 8,000. And I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. 8,000 total. Um, and that's just capping alone. You go through the expenses of all the little hacks that you have to go through just to make yourself comfortable. I mean, there's all these additional little expenses and yeah, it was $8,000 for some women. I mean, it's just insane that that's the cost. I mean, it's, it's terrible. And I'm so infuriated that insurance doesn't cover it. I mean, something, (laughs) you know, I even got a, this is the weirdest thing. I got a postcard in the mail from my insurance company that said, um, that, that my insurance company will even cover, um, adjustments to my, um, reconstruction. Like if I need to have adjustments, like for symmetrical reasons or things like that. Adjustments. Yeah. Can we skip the euphemisms? You're a goddamn insurance company. Name it. I, I, gosh. What are you going to cover? I should have kept it. God I was damn. like, I was like looking at this thing. Going, what, the, what? What? Why? Why am I receiving this? But then I was thinking, like all these little things that they will cover, and mm-hmm. yet they wouldn't cover that. I mean, and that was also part of my deciding factor to not pursue it any further, because I honestly, personally, at the time, you know, I had just gone through a partial hysterectomy and paying for that and then find out I had cancer and having to go, you know, bilateral mastectomy and chemo and all that crap. I was thinking, I was like, how am I going to afford all? I mean, there was no way. There Mm -hmm. was no way that I could have afforded it unless I was, you know, lucky like you, Becca, if somebody would have told me, you know, I'm going to fund this for you. And my husband actually was like, you need to do cold capping. There's this thing I heard. Yes. Just <laughs> yeah, like your sister, sister Jocelyn. Just hair like is their career, man. Yeah. It's important. I mean, it killed it, her to not do my hair. Oh, yeah. It, that was really hard for my husband, mm-hmm. too. Um, and uh, but I honestly like I couldn't. There was no way I was going to be able to cover that. No way. And yeah. It's really I just it wasn't even I, the money for me because I didn't even get that far. It was there was so much support for a bald woman. You know, there was all these videos, how to tie your headscarf and how to like, you know, and if you, I looked around for and all the messages for cold capping I got were, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. That can be really disappointing. Yeah, yeah. it might not work, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. my cousin tried it and it didn't work you know like one mm-hmm. anecdotal story 
Mm-hmm. It's not one or the other. I mean, mm-hmm. I hate to sound so corny in saying this, but like, my God, just stop beauty shaming other women. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yes. it's whatever the choice is, you know, just reconstruction. If they want to save their hair, they don't. Who cares? But don't be that person that's shaming them into whatever decision they're making. Like, it just lights me on fire when I hear it. Mm-hmm. Um. I, you know, I have women come to my group that, you know, they wanted to learn about it. They decided it's not for them. Totally cool. They learned about it, though. And maybe they learned something that they're going to tell somebody else. It's like, hey, you know, I didn't want to go this path, but this might be an option for you. Right. How can we get involved? How can people listening get involved in this bill? Like, should we call our Congress people? Should we call our state senators and... House representatives for Texas, if we live here, if we don't live here. I mean, I call other states senators all the time. So <laughs> it's a fun little so, thing yeah. I do on the weekends. Yeah, I've noticed. It was great. I was, <laughs> it was great. I loved watching that because I was like, oh, I can do this. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, we've had this conversation. Like, again, mm-hmm. I had never done anything like this before. And I think it needs to be well known that you don't have to go, you know, to the Capitol in your L Woods get up, like knowing what you're doing. Ooh. Like, you just got to, you know, figure out what you're in support of, find the bill, um, connect with that. I mean, it's House Bill mm-hmm. 1588 for this one, but you okay. can pretty much Google it and you can contact um you know, the people that are part of the committee for this um, particular one, it's the insurance committee. Um, And so they're all online. If you want to contact them by phone, email, what have you, your preferred method. Um, Right now, you know, I have the update as far as they've been, uh, the latest update, it's reported favorably. So I don't know what the next step is, but yeah, uh, I'm sure there's more action to be taken. So when that happens, I will absolutely be sharing it. So <gasps> yes. anyone can get connected with me and I will tell them what to do. Because this, again, was a learning experience for me, too. And I'm not afraid or ashamed to say it. Like, you got to start somewhere, yeah. you know, and even if you don't know what you're doing, you can learn. And, it's yes. you know, yes, I think there's no shame in learning and, and kind of walking into the unknown. <laughs> Wow. Oh my God. Sorry. Random Who was that? Screaming. That was Rudy. Sorry. Rudy. I really don't know what's going on over there. I hear barking, screaming. I... We always know when it's time because <sighs> my, it's either a dog or a child alarm that goes off and you just yeah. know they've been pushed to their limit. Or, or they come in here and they get on camera and they're Which like... Which is kind of really fun, actually. Hi, Miss Jocelyn. Hi, Miss Jocelyn. How are you? I'm like, what's up, Rudy? Uh-huh. What's up, Ronnie? What uh-huh. you doing? And then can one I of play, them is like... Can I play on your phone, Mom? Can I play a yeah, video or, game? Or Mommy, Can I'm we watch hungry. a show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hungry. hungry is a popular one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>